The first step in getting closer to God is to realize that you need to or that you want to. And the second step in getting closer to God is to realize that it's possible. I want to encourage you to check out my book, Getting Closer to God, Anthologies from the Forefront Trilogy, Book 2. I think this will really be helpful to you in your pursuit of the Lord and help you understand what I learned over the first 30 plus years of my life as a believer, as a minister, and as a missionary in uh, a lot of the countries of the earth. Check it out. Anthologies from the Forefront, Book 2, Getting Closer to God. It's on Amazon. Welcome to Foundational Missions Leadership Moment. Join your host, Scott McClelland of FX Missions, as he deep dives into the lives of leaders to glean secrets that will propel today's leaders to new heights. Here's Scott. Hey guys, Scott here. Thanks for joining the Leadership Moment. Hey, these next three episodes are with Terrence Clark. Getting into something here specific about spiritual leadership, uh, which kind of deals with the dynamics of the spiritual world. It may be something that you're unfamiliar with, and I apologize for any discomfort or things that are confusing. Feel free to get back to us if we can help at all. Again, enjoy these next episodes with Terrence Clark and uh, tell someone about the Leadership Moment. Hi, Scott McClelland here with your FX Missions Leadership Moment. Thanks for joining us. If you know someone who's studying or interested or maybe wanting to go deeper in the subject of leadership, I'd really appreciate it if you'd send this podcast along, encourage them to sign up and go deep. We've got quite a few episodes here. Speaking of, we're pretty excited today to be with Terrence Clark. Terrence, I think you were on the Missions Podcast before and possibly the leadership moment, but I can't remember. Too many episodes, I guess. How are you doing today? <laughs> doing great. Yeah, I think it was around both of those. So, yep, that was great. <laughs> great to be here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Terrence is a friend for many years. I don't want to count them up because, you know, maybe that'd make us sound ancient or something, but <laughs> going on 20, maybe more like 15 or something in that range. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. amazing, isn't it? Yeah, about 16 years, I think. Yeah. <laughs> time time goes by fast. Man, it sure does. Well, thanks. Thanks for your friendship over the years, bro, and for everything you mean to the Lord and to his people. It's been a joy yeah. to walk with you. Recently, we obviously were together in a bro summit, and you shared with the guys there. I, w- I wanted to try to take a minute here on the podcast just to kind of dig into some of the concepts you shared and the way it kind of resonated with me was basically the idea of spiritual leadership. You know, you, there's some unique things to spiritual leadership as compared to just maybe natural leadership or leadership qualities or leadership characteristics or virtues or whatever else. There's a long and tired list of things we could talk about. But when it comes to spiritual leadership, I really felt like you had some things to say that really resonated, I know, with the guys. So many comments I got from them about it. And so, I, I mean, everyone just really was blessed and I think challenged, which is well, yeah. <laughs> not, not always welcome. In this case, by God's grace, it, it certainly was welcome. So thank you for that. Yeah. Yeah. So I've got a few questions and we can just walk through it here. But I remember you talking about taking a certain posture, you know, mm. realizing that in the, you know, in truth, we're dealing with God and 
Sometimes maybe we're dealing with him in a casual way instead of treating him like God and God on the throne. God, you know, mm, not, amen, yeah. not, not, not hipster Jesus. Come hang out with me. Coffee yeah. with Jesus guy. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What comes to mind yeah. uh, there when, when we talk about as spiritual leaders, what our posture should be, how should we approach this? Hmm. I want to first really emphasize the fact that this was an encounter with an angel that came to my wife and and brought some of these things to her attention. And I believe it was done in a sense because, you know, we've been talking about the fact that the church, it's time to move into, you know, the kingdom, the kingdom age. It's time to make that shift. And I really believe that when it comes to leadership and our responsibility I think there needs to be a shift in the understanding that God is God. He is on the throne. And I'm not saying that it's not important for, you know, he, he loves us where we are. But I do understand and recognize, and I think what the angel was conveying, it was the angel of the Lord. And I don't have a lot of time to go into that today, but it was not. He was talking in the first person. He wasn't talking in the third person. So it was the Lord as an angel. And so he mm. he told her that her posture was important. The posture that we should be having, he says, the greatest posture is on your knees to me. He just said, that's, that's it. And I don't think he's saying you can never, you know, talk, you know, or pray, you know, in other ways. I think what he was emphasizing was the fact that maybe we fail to do it. We've become so casual that we fail to recognize who, who we're really talking with. And I, so I do feel like it's important as leaders to set the standard, to set the, to set the, the bar, so to speak, in our relationship with God by making sure that we are truly honoring and fearing him in not phobia fear, but respect right. and honor fear. The kind yes. that says, you know, this is God and mm. we need to reverence and respect him for that and who he really is. And so I one time had an encounter with the Lord where he spoke to me, physically spoke to me. It wasn't, it wasn't in my heart. It wasn't, you know, how we most of the time receive from the Lord where it's, you know, inside we hear our, we hear his voice. No, this was Mm -hmm. the heavens thundered. Okay. It was that kind of, wow. He spoke to me audibly, and I tell you when he did, I did not speak for hours after he did this, and it was such awesome respect and reverence because I knew in that moment when he spoke, it's like I could see that he could see through me. Mm. It was like everything was uncovered to him. He could see everything. I couldn't lie. I couldn't, it was like so clear that I had nothing that was uncovered to him. And I think it's just that place of having that kind of respect when we recognize what, who and what he really is. Absolutely. If you're listening and you are kind of unfamiliar with these types of spiritual experiences, as Terrence said, it's not a, it's not something we're going to be able to get into in great depth here. Obviously, there is an abundance of biblical examples of people being yes. visited in this way. Angels, the Lord himself, the Lord of hosts, the Lord of heaven's armies, the captain of the host. I mean, there's a long laundry list of the way that the Lord appeared to people, both in a physical manifestation as a person, also 
the angel of the Lord in the burning bush. I mean, there's just a, yes. there's a lot got, there for sure. Yeah, I've got four. Zechariah 3, 1 through 10, Exodus 3, 1 through 2, Judges 6, 11 through 27, and Genesis 16, 7 through 15 for those who want to go and look up. That's four examples of when he, of the Lord coming that way. Okay, if you will, send that to me so I can backlink to that for, as an example. I don't want to get that wrong, Terrence. So you can just send it to me sure. later and I'll put it in the show notes so folks who are driving or preoccupied physically who can't you know, look that up right now will have a chance to go back to it. Yeah, so the, the Lord appears and you know that takes some of the casualness out of the room. Not in the sense of, I think, at least in the experiences that I've had, it's not been like a punitive thing, right? So I'm not afraid mm-hmm. I'm about to be punished. Right, right. It's just the idea that nothing escapes his gaze. Obviously, yeah. in Hebrews, it says everything is naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do, Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that's in a time when we're trying to make everything more casual. I think this is a refreshing sort of uh, gut check, if you will. Hey, guys. Mm-hmm. The, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, the mightiest of hosts, you know, bow down before him, as you're saying, you know, there's a spiritual reality that requires a certain way to posture ourselves and in our heart, how we should approach it, especially as leaders. Yeah. Go ahead, Terrence. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I, I mean, I'm with you there. We definitely need to have, when we approach the Lord, we need to recognize who he is and the importance of, you know, I, I mean, I know there's, you know, he's our friend. Yes, he's our friend. But, you know, it's, it's like, it's like my, my father, you know, my earthly father, he's, he's my friend, but he's my father. <laughs> okay. I have, I have a different level of respect <laughs> for him, even though we are still friends at, at this age, right? I'm 57, you know, he's, he's right. 81. So certainly we're friends, but I honor him and respect him differently. And I think that's what we have to recognize when we're coming before the throne, that he Absolutely. is our friend, but you and, know, he's yes. God. And a thousand times above. <laughs> Amen. <Right>. Amen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a, I think there is an abundance of examples where, you see people who were visited by angelic forces or by even the Lord himself or whatever else. You know, one thing that comes to mind there for me is Zechariah, the father mm-hmm. of John the Baptist. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, I mean, sorry, but I mean, not fun, funny, not funny, right? I mean, he mm-hmm. didn't respect the communication he was given and there was not without consequence, right? I mean, Correct. you know, the angel said, hey, you know what? I stand in the very presence of God. You yeah. should have believed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. So <laughs> approaching things that are holy in a nonchalant way is a recipe for consequence, I think. Yes, it that, is. That's what I'm yes, trying to say there. And I'm trying to feel and understand that with you. Yeah. You know, I like to joke and, and have a good time like everyone does. And I don't think that they're, these two things are exclusive of each other. We should be and can be relaxed and approach each other in soberness, but also yeah. in lightheartedness, whatever. Mm-hmm. But we got to be careful when we're talking about eternal things. I, I have said before, and I still believe it's true, 
that spiritual authority is the most dangerous of occupations. Mm-hmm. What do you think it about really, that one, Terrence? Oh, it is. It is. You know, I think the scripture tells us to be careful, you know, for those who are in leadership, those who take on this role, that there needs to be very few, you know. It's funny because it feels today like, you know, everyone wants to be recognized as a leader. Everybody wants to be recognized to, be, to have something to say. You know, we've got social media and everyone is clamoring to get their voice out there, whether it's just, you know, all the avenues. Mm. but. But this, the scripture is very clear about being careful to more things that we say, the more areas where we can find ourselves being judged or being certainly in a position mm-hmm. of serious, you know, bringing ourselves into a serious place before the Lord. And so we got to be careful that when we are, when we're leaders, that what we are saying, and again, this visitation was great. We had, had a great deal. When I look at the overall picture, with my wife and we've been talking about it, when I look at the overall picture, what this angel, what the angel of the Lord was was really saying was that, first of all, in this hour today, we need to know what he's saying. We need to really be clear about what the Lord is telling us and what he's speaking to us. And we also need to be very, very clear about how we are communicating that to other people. He wants us to have his word. He was very clear that he wants us to speak. And that tells me that he wants to talk to us. That he really does mm. want to direct us. He really does want to speak to us. But he was very clear. He is done with us giving our opinions, that this is mm. not the season for opinions. And I hear a lot of opinions. And I think he would rather us be quiet than to keep giving opinions because mm. it's really, it's like noise in the air. It's like mm. he wants to speak. And when there are so many opinions, it brings down the level of being able to hear him and what mm. he's actually saying. And I think that's what he's trying to, to focus us on, to recognize he has some things he wants to say. So it's time for us to stop talking so much and start listening and echoing what he's saying rather than just f- filling up the air with words. And so mm. it's huge in this season. Yeah. And one of the things that you mentioned when we were together there, you know, at the men's retreat in the Carolinas you went on to say some things about that and how that in, there's so much confusion that's permeating the atmosphere, that's permeating the the social context, that's permeating really lives of people. There's so much confusion and there's so many messages that are being trying to fight and vie for, you know, preeminence, if you will. As you're mm-hmm. saying that the, these all just the abundance of opinions and the incessant noise that you know is clamoring about trying to promote them seems like that's what's causing so much of the confusion in our times. It sounds yeah. like that was a rebuke or maybe a reproof to get back to some clarity in what Adira experienced. Thanks again, guys, for joining the Leadership Moment, this special edition with Terrence Clark. Again, please do share it with someone. And I want to encourage you to take these challenges to heart. There's some good stuff in there. If you dig into it, I think it'll make sense and resonate with you spiritually. This special edition of Spiritual Leadership on the Leadership Moment from FX Missions. Thank you for joining Scott with today's Leadership Moment. 
We hope you've apprehended an inspirational nugget or two that, when activated in your own life, will be imparted into those you lead. You may contact Scott at scott at fxmissions.com. Visit fxmissions.com to learn more about how you can grow your own leadership and engage in missions. Until next time, good day, everyone.